Welcome back, Kingdom. Uh, you're listening to Kingdom Sisters Radio, and we are back after a month. Um, I thank you all, <laughs> all of our viewers who are listening to us. We do appreciate you. Um, we've just going through a lot of different things, and so we just wanted to come back on here to talk about something that I feel will be very is very very relevant as of right now. But before we get into our topic. How have y'all been? You know, we we always talk about how we've been, but how have y'all been? You know, you, we do have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, and we have an email that you can contact us. So we want to know how you have been doing. Um, and so our Instagram, let me give you our Instagram because sometimes I forget myself. So it's Kingdom Sisters underscore radio. Um, on Instagram, I believe. And then you can follow us on Facebook at Kingdom Sisters Radio as well. And just let us know how you've been. And also through the email, you can connect with us at connect at Kingdom Sisters Radio, uh, dot com. But uh, we want to know how you've been doing because there's a lot going on in the world. And um, yeah, we need each other <laughs> more than ever before. But so how have y'all been? How have y'all been doing though? Casey, Skya, how y'all been doing? Well, I've been pretty good, you know, just working and trying to stay focused, trying to build up my uh, spiritual life. Mm. That's good. Yeah, that's good. What about um, you, Skya? <laughs> so, um, I've been okay. Um, I definitely feel that it's a new season. And because it's a new season, um, I'm definitely more on guard and um, just more aware of what is happening. Just I can be really intentional about everything that I do in this season. And I'm. it was an interesting week. I'm definitely going to talk about it. Okay. But it definitely was. And I'm still feeling the effects of my week. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, we can just jump in. <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's jump in. Let's jump in. And for those of you who may be wondering what our topic is, of course it says it in the title, but I'm just gonna give it to you. Today we're gonna be talking about pride. And so our title is Pride Aside, you know. Um, so when I hear pride aside, I'm like, leave, we wanna put things to the side so that we can get to the full self that we are supposed to be, you know, um, we, so we can get to that place that we, everything is running in the way that it's supposed to be running. You know, if there's something wrong with the engine, you can't, you can drive that car the same. And so pride is one of those things can, that can affect your engine. It can affect your motor. It can affect how you are moving in this world. And so we want to talk about that and dissect that a little bit because oftentimes we hear the pride of life and and some of us know what pride is. You know, we know what the pride of life is, but there may be some people who don't really know what that really means. And if they are going through those feelings, those emotions of having that pride in their life. So we want to just dissect that a little bit more. So um, who wants to just dig in there? Like, (laughs) who wants to start digging on this topic? Because 
there's a lot to be said, but I feel like someone may be wanting to just get right into it and talk about some things. Um, anyone? Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to start with talking about what actually happened while I was out. So that month that we were not doing the podcast, um, I was moving into uh, my newly built home. And throughout this whole process of looking for a home, I knew that God was going to use this as an opportunity. I knew that this was a spiritual thing. And so sometimes people look at a home and they just think it's like a physical, you know, like, you know, a possession that you can have in this world and um, that it has no true significance or what you can do with it. But um, also leading up to this, like the TJ's messages were definitely on par talking about. And today he mentioned how our home is a, supposed to be a space where we can um, come to and relax and release. And um, and before that, he was talking about how, you know, God is going to move you to a new a place, a bigger place so that you, because you need space to move around, you need space to uh, pray, to, to um, do things in the land. Like that's the way I was, the takeaway I got from it, because I knew that God was going to use this for his glory. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, it was a lot of pushback. I knew, I knew the enemy did not want me to succeed in this area. And so he used people. And I noticed that there were certain people, like I, I remember um, there was a woman who was in charge of our, um, she was our lender and, um, she, she was a Christian and she told us that no more back and forth that, uh, we were going to succeed and, you know, it's done. And she was just, she was prophesying over us, basically saying like, you know, this is, this is it, you know, uh, all that time of you searching for the right home, all that time for you searching for all of that, this is it. And so, um, you know, I just knew that was a word from God because she was definitely on par. And um, we were just talking and I was like, you're a Christian? She's like, yes, ma'am. And we were just talking and um, I just felt really good about my loan being in her hands. Well, I believe that she got fired um, mm. because uh, she kept in constant communication with us, but all of a sudden the communication just stopped. And I was like, what is going on? And I would reach out to her and um and nothing was happening I was like I, you know this is not like her to not respond I don't know if she works anymore and that's what came to my mind mm-hmm. and um it turns out she no longer worked there and I the way it was all uh, like implied like when I talked to people was that she just got fired suddenly and so mm-hmm. then it got moved to like different people and none of those people I felt really comfortable with as I did with the initial person. And um, I was just like, you know, I'm just going to trust God through this process. And then finally winds up in one particular uh, hands of one individual who's also a Christian. And, you know, and they said they were going to pray for us. But at the same time, I knew that their intentions were not entirely, you know, pure. Mm. And um, that was made known to us <laughs> that was made known to us but I felt like for them it was a, a pride kind of thing mm. because they they were saying oh they're so young to have this kind of house and things like that and it's like this is not for you this is not about your pride this is not about um our age that has nothing to do with it mm. you know um 
that has nothing to do with it. This is about God getting glory. And so although they did not want us to succeed in this um, and they were working on our behalf, I know that um, our enemies can push us in the direction that we need to go. So although they were working on our behalf and they were not fighting for us, they were against us, it still pushes in the direction that we need to go. And so we were successful in closing on our home. And so that kind of embarked this whole process that (laughs) this whole thing here. And, um, and so it, that's how it started. (laughs) Let's just say that. Wow. And then, (laughs) yeah. And so that was like that initial aspect of like pride. And I I could tell that, you know, just, I could tell there was a lot of pushback. And so uh, when we finally, you know, finish the process, we moved in, then um, then I just started to notice that there was really a change in the season. And because there was a change in the season, I know that when you're in, entering into a new season, that um, there might be some attacks from the enemy. And mm-hmm. so I was on guard. I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I'm expecting this. And so I don't know which area it's going to come from. I don't know how, but I'm going to continue to pray. And um, I remember like you told me, um, Myra, that you had a dream in which I looked disheveled. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Because I think you told me that on the weekend. And then yeah. that Monday, it was uh, the, the Monday of this week. I started to, I woke up in the middle and I woke up around three something in the morning because I had a dream in which I was fighting off so many demons. Mm, oh like I was, I was just wow. fighting. And after I defeated one, another one came and I was just fighting, oh fighting, fighting, fighting. And wow. um, at the end of this, at the end of the dream, I was triumphant, but I woke up feeling exhausted. Wow. I felt so tired. Um, and I felt triumphant, but I was like, you know how when you you finish a battle and you feel so tired that you don't even feel like you you fully won, but you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I was just I was exhausted. I'm like I won, but I feel tired. <laughs> and so, um, and then you also told me that in your dream is that it's settled, and so I had to do a lot of fighting this week, mm. a whole lot of fighting. Not just it that dream I felt like was. Um, was to show me how my week was going to go. And so this week, it was a lot of fighting. But through all, all of that, God has taught me so much. Um, and so bringing back to pride aside. So for pride aside, we know that if you do not humble yourself, God will definitely humble you and most of the time when people think about pride, they think about certain instances in which they are, they're, you know, boasting about their possessions or things like that. But mm-hmm. um, pride has a lot more than to do with that. Sometimes pride is also not accepting that you can fail at something. And mm-hmm. I feel like that was something that God has taught me as well throughout this week. So, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to my story. I'm going to go back to my story. But um, so I do want to remind us that, you know, nothing good ever came from being prideful. You know, um, the Bible tells us that God resists the proud and pride comes before fall and a haughty spirit before 
destruction. And then when we think about Saul and how Saul was prideful and then he was given over to a reprobate mind. Um, so we know that nothing good ever came from being prideful. In fact, humility is what draws us closer to God. And so when God humbles you, though, it hurts. <laughs> You're um, going to feel it. <laughs> um, and <I'll> nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're going to feel it. Um, and nothing invokes change like hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and hurt is by is a byproduct of humility. Um, when we think about any situation in which somebody was humbled, and we were talking about um, Jesus is always humble, but you know him dying on the cross for us that was that was ultimate humility. That was the ultimate sacrifice, and that definitely came with pain. He took on all of our sins, you know, um, by his stripes we are healed. So nothing evokes change like hurt and hurt is a byproduct of humility. And I learned that humility comes with recognizing that failure is possible, but it does not define your success because perseverance allows you to stand and move forward. Um, and T.D. Jakes also said that it can't, um, failure said that it can't be failure if you learn from it. So this week was very challenging for me. I had to fight a lot. Yeah, so um, when I woke up um, from my dream and I, I, I fought off so, uh, so many demons in the dream, when I woke up, I just felt odd. I felt like, I felt odd, like odd to the point where when I'm going through a test, when I know I'm going through a test, because it's really important for us to acknowledge when, when we are going through a test, because you need to know how to respond appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do get tested. And so I knew that it was going to be a challenging week for me. And I felt like God was afar watching me how I do this week, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and so this whole week, y'all, I felt like, you know, um, like for me, when God is testing me, I feel like he's afar watching me. And um, normally I feel like I'm really governed by God and what I say and what I do so that I'm able to respond appropriately. I'm able to do things and I can uh, pause. It's easier for me to like pause before I say something or anything like that. I just feel like he he's really guiding my speech and my actions, every single thing. And so when I'm going through a test, I feel like he's afar. And so it's more so for me to use what I've learned, um, what I've studied in his word, everything that, you know, he's taught me to apply throughout the week and see how well I perform. Because when you have a test, you already mm. did the studying, your teacher guides you prior to the test, right? Um, if you have a question, they're able to help you on the test. If you make a mistake, they're able to reveal the mistake to you and help you fix the mistake. And then on test day, it's you need to apply every single thing that you learn. You need to make sure that you know it for yourself. Your teacher can't help you. The only thing they can do is walk around and check to um, walk around and check to make sure you're not cheating or, you know, mm-hmm. just like monitor things from afar. 
um, you know, they can't intervene. And so I feel like that's how it was for me this week. I was in this test. And, um, and then uh, this whole week, I felt like I had to be really, really careful about what I say and what I do. And um, because mm. I feel like I'm just going to use it as an opportunity to try to take me down. And um, this whole week, like I, I made a few mistakes. Um, but I knew that even with smaller mistakes, it was going to be enhanced because I was going through this test. Yeah. And so I made, yeah, you know, <laughs> so I made a, a few mistakes. And then um, there was just some people who, who wanted me to uh, get fired, who wanted mm. me to, yeah, who wanted me to fail. Like, and um, I heard someone literally say, after I had made me one, one mistake, like I, I acknowledged right after I made the mistake, it was like it was brought to my attention. You made a mistake or they're going to use this against you immediately brought to my attention. And I was like, oh, okay. So mm. I was able to maneuver around that. I was able to say, okay, they're going to use this against me. So I need to be a step ahead. So that way, any consequence from this, it will be uh, lightened, you know, it'll be lighter. Mm-hmm. And so I made a mistake and um, a couple times this week, but I was able to keep moving and I was able to, because I was able to be a step ahead, I was able to maneuver around it. And then um, I made one mistake this week that was bigger. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know they're going to use this. Like it was brought to my attention again. So immediately I reported it. I reported it to um, my supervisors because I had to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to ease any kind of consequences. So I immediately reported it. And I could hear like uh, the person saying, it was so clear to me. They were saying, telling another person, you better report it. You better, you better Mm. post it on social media. Yeah, it was like, you better post it on social media. You better report it. And and this particular individual had already been in multiple conflicts in which they, you know, it just kind of reminded me of T.D. Jake's message today, like Jezebel, Mm. (laughs) they've been in multiple Mm -hmm. conflicts already where they were like antagonizing a conflict or trying to coerce somebody into doing something they didn't want to do mm-hmm. and um they were all play the the sweet part and so this particular individual was trying to coerce another person into reporting it because they didn't want to do it for themselves and yeah. um and so since i was aware of that i was a step ahead and i already reported it mm-hmm. and um because of that the consequence was less but at the same time, I knew that that was something, like I said, that was heightened because I was going through that test. Mm. And I was looking to God. I felt like I was looking at God like, Lord, like, please help. Like, I don't want to make, <laughs> I don't want to make these mistakes. Like, I want to mm-hmm. represent well. I, I don't want to make mistakes. Please help me, Lord. Like, I felt like I was just a child looking up at God like, please help, you know. And I felt like God was just telling me, like, you can do this. And I was saying, I can't, <laughs> but he was like, you can do this. You can do it. And so through uh, the end of the week, I was triumphant. <laughs> I got to that week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the end of the week, um, I felt like I, God was just reminding me that, you know, my career is not my purpose. And my purpose is to do his will and to be who he's called me to be. 
And so because mm-hmm. of that, he knows that we are becoming who he's called us to be. And yeah. since you're becoming, you're you're likely to make mistakes. You're not perfect. Um, yeah. And since you're becoming, you're you're gonna do some things that may not necessarily bring glory to him, but you have to be able to look to him, get back up and keep walking. And so for me, I felt like God was really bringing that to my attention because I was so focused on not making a mistake. I was so focused on um, not doing something that um, would possibly, like, not doing something that could um, make him look <laughs> look bad in a way. And so I felt like he was just telling me, he knew, you know, that I was going to make the mistakes that I was going to make. And it's just shaping me to be who he's called me to be this is just a stepping stone and um that was really powerful for me that really resonated with me and I was just like wow like (laughs) yeah I didn't think about it from that perspective Mm -hmm. I didn't but I learned I, I truly learned so much this week that was just one of the things that I learned this week but I truly learned so much this week and I'm telling you almost every single day was a fight in some way and um, girl I feel you on that every day was a fight my goodness that's so so true true. we were just talking about that just we were just literally just talking about that but I was saying that like um every day was a fight for me this week as well I I literally wanted to call in every single day um I would wake up and be like "I'm I'm gonna call in and then I was like no I'm gonna fight that So I would get dressed and go to work. And then the next day I would wake up, I think I'm going to call in. And I was like, no, forget that. (laughs) Let me get dressed and go to work. Then the next day, it just just was like this repetitive cycle of just fighting, trying to go to work because I was just so weighed down um, from like things that were happening. And so on Thursday, I believe it was Thursday, I was praying um, and I was praying in the spirit and I was just like, Lord, listen, I don't have words in my English vocabulary that I can say right now. So I'm just going to give this to you. <laughs> so I started, I started to pray and um, I started to fight in my prayer. Um, and it was like, it was like, I felt something break. Because every day I woke up tired, and I've been feeling this way for a while now. I woke up tired. I woke up like I was fighting in my sleep, but I wasn't fighting in my sleep, but it felt that way. So I would wake up tired. I would go to work tired. I would come home tired. I would go to bed tired. I was just tired, you know, and I was just like, no. (laughs) I just got to that point that I was just like, no, I'm not. (laughs) I don't want to feel this way, you know, and I just got to break it off of me. But I feel you on that that fighting every day, um, it's a thing. It's a real thing. And I saw this message by um, Stephanie Ike, and um, and she was talking about how, well, her last name, I don't think it's no longer Ike, but does she still go by Ike? I don't know. But oh, Stephanie sure. from 1LA, I'm just going to call her Stephanie from 1LA. <laughs> she was telling, she was she was preaching this message, uh, message about fighting um resisting the resistance that's what it's called so if you haven't watched it i would highly recommend it if you've been feeling that way lately you wake up tired and you 
you're not on timing like the way that you used to be. You don't wake up at the same time. Uh, you're rushing to get out the house because you overslept or, you know, things like that. Those little things you, you may think it's very small, but sometimes when there is a push on you, um, there's, there's a fight that you're in and you may not even realize it. Again, the battles that we fight are, they are, in the spirit before they manifest on earth. And so if you haven't, you know, if you feel like you've been feeling depleted, you may need to restore yourself by praying and getting to a place with God that you, you can be built up enough for the battle that is ahead because this is a pushing season, guys. This is a pushing season. That's all I have to say about that. But I, I completely felt you when you just said that. I was like, listen, <laughs> I feel you on that. But I'm so I'm so glad that you that you pushed through this week and that you you're in a better mind state for this upcoming week. Um, because it yeah, it's a lot. Um, Casey, you wanted to say something though. Oh, I was just going to um Say when you um Sky was talking about her dream, it reminded me of the dream that I had where I um was fighting people constantly in my dream. It was like I was in a uh, mall area. It, it kind of looked like a mall where you know the food court area is. It's kind of open and there's like a lot of people in there. Where I'm in this area and somebody was attacking me and I'm like fighting them and then I try to run away and I'm like I gotta get out of here. And I go to this part that has like a garage, um, like one of those fake garages for like decorative, but they have those little slits in them um, when they're moving up. So you can kind of see through them. And I get to this garage thing and I see this gorilla that zones in on me and the eyes look like lights were in the eye sockets, you know. And I'm just like, oh, crap, I got to get away from this gorilla. So I'm like running back and forth trying to get away from the gorilla. And I'm like, oh, I could see me. And like every move I made, the gorilla was right there. You know, it's like I couldn't shake him. And then all of a sudden I started I like, th- like thrusting myself. I'm like started thrusting myself. And I had like these spurts of like power where I was going fast. And then I realized that I was doing it. And I'm like, what the heck? I could move way faster you know but I kept stopping because I was trying to figure out how to use it so I would do these little spurts of speed and then I would stop and I'm like do it again so I'm trying to get away from the gorilla I get away from the gorilla and I'm everywhere I went and like I would stop these people would recognize me they would see me and then they would fight me and I'm running I'm fighting all these people I'm like literally fighting everybody in there and I'm getting out of there and I reached this point where these people I guess I knew these people because I was like all these people are attacking me and they're like, are you crazy? And I was like, no, I really had to fight almost the whole restaurant. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. And the dream, but in the dream, um, I was realizing that when I start to go faster, it was like this power that I didn't know I had. And I was trying to figure out how to use it because I kept stopping and, I would do it again. I would stop. You know, I was trying to figure out how to do it consistently in the dream. And then I noticed that these people were watching me. These people are attacking me. Were watching me like 
watching what I was doing and they kept attacking me. And I'm just like, all this week, I felt like I was fighting the whole week. Like I was, it's like the same thing. I felt like I was just fighting the whole entire week. So I thought it was interesting that you had a sort of a similar dream to the one that I had. But um, when we were talking about pride aside, um, me and um, Myra were talking earlier. I was just telling her, I was like, I just think it's so amazing, like, um, to see a man, like, worship God, you know, and just basically put their pride aside and not care what anybody thinks and, like, just goes into a worship, like, Lord, I know I'm putting you first and this is, this is who I am, you know, and I think that's just a beautiful thing. And I feel like that's a lot with pride aside to actually worshiping um, the Lord without uh, worrying about what anybody else thinks about what you're doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is good. Um, just not caring what anyone thinks and have the mil- the humility to just to just let go. You know, in Proverbs eleven and two, it says, "When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom." So when you are when you have that humility, you gain wisdom. Because I think when I think about that, um, during this week, I was kind of reprimanded for something at work um, because I wasn't at a place that I was supposed to be. I like I didn't meet a certain standard for for that week. And um, so I was being told like ways that I can, um, you know, get back to the place I need to be for work. And as I was being told this, I was hearing, like, I was just like, kind of frustrated. And it was like, not more frustrated in what that individual, my supervisor was telling me, but it was just like frustrated for myself. Because when you feel like you've just been doing so much, and you're minimized to a number, it, it kind of makes you feel like, so weak, and just like, exhausted like why am I doing it anyway if I'm just going to be limited to this do you see all the good that I've done like don't you see all the good that I've done with this like and it was I had to humble myself as she was you know speaking with me because I began to feel kind of like anger and so as she was speaking to me, you know, usually when I am told something, I used to get really, really emotional. Like I would cry um, because I felt like, you know, just defeated. But as she was talk- talking to me, you know, I just felt myself getting like this peace, like it's okay. You know, it's fine. You're, you're knowing, you're understanding where you're at. So you know where you need to go. So get there. You know, I just began to hear that in my, you know, as she was talking, I just felt that and I felt a peace uh, in my spirit because I was just like, why am I dwelling on, you know, like that feeling, that negative feeling rather than grabbing onto the idea that maybe I'm getting some wisdom about something that I was unaware of. Because when you gain knowledge in something that you were unaware of, it, that is a, a form of wisdom. You know, you're gaining wisdom about where you're at. So I was gaining wisdom about where I was at. And I didn't want to feel defeated, you know, because of that. And for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, I felt like 
you know, the, the next day, I felt like someone was watching me. Like someone, like a higher up was maybe watching me, you know, um, watching my numbers because I like to post positive things at work a lot. And a lot of people, you know, they, they love what I post because I am a positive person. And when I feel a certain way, I only post when I feel like I ask God, like, what is the word for today <laughs> for work? I like ask God, is that a word? And if he doesn't give me a word for, t- for that day for work, then I don't post anything. The most of the time when I post something at work is because I have giving, I have been given something that I feel like other people are going through or they need strengthening in something. And so I posted, I posted this little post about, you know, just because, just because um, you get a flat tire, you know, it it, the, it was to never give up basically. Um, and the, the, the quote was saying like, just because you get a flat tire, that doesn't mean that you're going to slash the other three tires that you have because you just have one flat tire. You know, you don't do that. You know, you just, you just fix that tire that's flat and you keep it pushing. And I, I posted that now that's not what it says verbatim, but pretty much that's what it was. And um, a lot of people was like, liking that I posted that, but um, I also felt like someone didn't like the fact that I was not defeated. I felt like someone told my supervisor to tell me something to kind of take me down a notch. I felt that. And I knew it was that. And rather than feeling like so depressed, I literally kind of wanted to call in. I was like, no, no, I've gained wisdom. I'm okay. You know, it's a prideful thing to just be like, um, you get something from somebody and you just go verbatim, you go, you just tell them, no, that's not what it is. You just have an excuse for everything rather than gaining the the wisdom that they're giving you or gaining the knowledge that you need to have. Um, when you're just going back and forth with somebody and you're not really listening, that causes you to limit yourself, you know, in a sense. And so, and you can get stuck there. Pride is a real thing, you know, you can get stuck there. And so I didn't want to get stuck there. And so the next day I I posted that and I felt good. I was like, you know, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. But I, you know, making mistakes on the job and when someone calls you out on it, it is a humbling experience, (laughs) but you, but you cannot allow it to defeat you. Because Absolutely. if you allow it to defeat you, you that that weakens you. It weakens you. This is only to make you stronger. Because once you get something and you just like, you know, okay, I understand what you're saying. And you just keep it pushing. There is nothing more powerful than that. That's like you saying, you know, I got this. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still going to move because I, I know I'm supposed to move and I'm not mm-hmm. going to allow it to limit me. So if you guys are feeling that way out there, you know, if you're feeling that way, if you've been feeling that way lately, you know, push with everything that you have, um, push um, and, and, you know, have that humility and move forward, but don't, don't get stuck. That's the main thing, you know, just don't get stuck. Cause that will, that will hurt you in the long run. Mm -hmm. Maya Angelou. um, That's one of my favorite quotes by Maya Angelou. And I have it on my wall in my office. 
And it says, in life, you'll face many defeats, but never let yourself be defeated. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is so important for us to remember, because if you stay at that low point, if you stay at that point where, you know, you made a mistake, first of all, you learn from mistakes. <laughs> You're supposed to learn from mistakes. If something were to happen, you'll never grow from it. You'll never learn from it if you just allow yourself to stay at that that low point and never move on from that. Or you're like, oh, you know, I made a mistake. I can't move past this. I'm just going to, I'm a, I'm a quit. I'm a give up. I'm a leave, mm-hmm. you know, because also with, with any kind of failure, any kind of defeat, um, it's also, sometimes we also feel embarrassed and, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, ashamed, especially if we have this projection of ourselves. And so if you ever, if you stay at that point, then you're only hurting yourself. You never grow from it. And then you just run away from the problem. Then the next time that you make a mistake, then you're going to do the same thing. And so that that's also a lack of maturity and it is prideful. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it's so important for us to remember that we need to keep moving past it because I was definitely in the same boat as you, Myra, after the mistakes, I was that's I was like, Lord, I don't want to make any more mistakes. Like, can I even move past this? Can I move forward? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I felt like I had two choices. <laughs> One choice was to just freeze and not, you know, just stay hidden in, in my office until I went home and <laughs> just to immediately look for other employment. And I'll tell you, I apply for other places. Come on, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I had that option. I could have just kept moving. Um, So I definitely uh, feel you on that for sure. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. That's a battle. You know, and it's, this is something that I found interesting. You know how they say like the great recession, like, um, they kind of like predicting that there will be a recession, but in the midst of all of that, you know, all those projections, we are actually in the midst of the great resignation. And I never heard it until recently. I saw an article talking about the great resignation. And it's basically a lot of people have been resigning from their positions. Mm-hmm. They, there's, there's a high, high turnover rate everywhere and you know they're not understanding why all of this is happening they they don't there's not like one specific reason for why all these individuals are leaving their positions and and leaving their posts um but what i'm finding is that i feel that this is a spiritual thing yeah i feel like it is a very spiritual thing even at my own job there's so many people that have left um, you know, and they found some people have found better prospects. I mean, if, if you got more money at the other job, I mean, go for it. Okay. I ain't gonna hate on you, but you know, I, I'm just like, I'm going to cheer for you and, and, and pray for you as well. But oftentimes get finding another job that has the higher income does not mean that you will be richer, mm-hmm. richer. Cause you know, you think about wealth. But um, there's a lot of wealth that can come from building yourself up. And if you are just giving up because 
it's not you're not in a place that you would desire to be but you you're giving up that's your main reason why you're resigning that's the main reason reason why you're quitting if you're just giving up that is basically just you're not you're not pushing you just you're just giving up and when you think about that the idea of like quitting you know people don't like the word quit they say, I resigned. <laughs> you don't like the word quit, quit, but oftentimes that's what it is. You're, you're quitting. You're giving up because you are not at the place that you desire to be or you got something from somebody or you had a bad encounter with a, with a client or you had a bad encounter with a supervisor and you just allow it to just beat you up and then you just give up. And I know that it's been a battle for me personally. There's been several times in which I just wanted to to give up and find other jobs. And listen, I've told y'all this before. I put in the applications. I went through the job application process. I was about to be hired. Listen, but I had to stop myself <laughs> because I realized that I was moving and not not with God. I was walking ahead of God in another direction and I wasn't walking with him and it was a it really humbled me when I had to go to God and and like ask him like where am I like why am I feeling this way and he told me to walk with him walk with him emphasizes on with and I was just like uh what does that mean so I wonder like I wonder on the road where was I and I felt like I was just I was just on a different whole nother path, trying to do my own thing, trying to figure my own things out. And I was, I felt like I would just not be the, the place that I needed to be if I ventured out into doing something else. So I had to humble myself and be like, yeah, God, okay, I understand. Um, I'll continue to walk with you. But yeah, guys, don't, don't give up. <laughs> don't give up unless God tells you that it's your time to move. And so don't but just don't give up wherever you are in life uh whether it be you starting a business or you at your job right now and you're like if they tell me one more thing <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> put it in the towel and i'm gonna get out of here um you know just realize why you're leaving is it mm -hmm. because of pride or is it because god is moving you in another place you know are you leaving because you don't have enough humility to the criticism or, right. you know, you really dissect that, you know, dissect where you are so that you can get to where you need to be. It reminds me of like everybody hates Chris when um, every time she felt disrespected on the job, the mom, every time she felt disrespected, <laughs> she was like, I don't need this. You know, <laughs> right we have to humble ourselves and I know that there were some instances in which she said that and then it put their family in a, a difficult situation, situation. because yeah. you know like the husband had to take on more responsibility because they're a team right and that she was supposed to continue working yeah <laughs> that was that was what she was supposed to do and mm -hmm. so she took it upon herself to quit because she felt a certain type of way she didn't put her pride aside and that made it more mm -hmm. difficult for, for her family. family yeah Casey you still there yeah girl I'm still here 
<laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I was like, she quiet over there. But um, yeah, that's that's so true though. That's so true. Pride aside, you got to put that pride aside. Mm. Um, Casey, did you want to share anything about? Um, no. No? Okay. Because I wanted to share another story. Um, and this is was this was in my personal life. And um and I feel that this is very important because oftentimes you may not think of pride as something like this too, but uh this is this is you know, it has roots of pride in it. So asking for help is the most humbling experience that you will ever do in your life. Like mm-hmm. saying that you need help, it, it it really breaks things in your life. Uh, when you go to Christ, if you are recommitting yourself to, to Jesus, you know, doing that whole experience, really, you know, you are submitting to him, but you also, um, you're humbling yourself. You're saying that I don't have the answers. I don't have it all together. I don't um, know what I'm doing. I need your guidance. I need your protection. I need everything that comes from walking with you. I need that for me because I know that there is something missing in my life. So asking for help is one of the most humbling experiences that you will ever do, like ever encounter. Um, And so in my personal life, God had led me to pray for someone. And um, I, he walked me through the whole steps. He told me how I should approach that individual, what I should ask the individual. Um, But the question that stood out the most was, do you need help? And when I asked the individual if they needed help, they just looked at me and they face just became like, man, I know I'm about to get it. <laughs> I, I know I'm about to, I'm, I know there is something there in that question. I, I'm, but I'm, but I'm willing to hear it, you know? And so I told this person, like, do you, I asked them, do you need help? And I just continued to talk and, and, um, and then that individual ended up standing up and they wanted to hear what all God wanted to share with them. And as I began to pray for that person, I still felt like he was holding back. And it was like all in his body. Um, and it was he was very tense and very like just tensed up and he didn't want to release those emotions that he was feeling and after I prayed for that person I I walked away and I know that they ended up breaking down and maybe it was not for me to see but it was not about me to be even to even begin with that breakdown was the beginning process of something that is shifting for that person but that breakdown was solely you know for God So I say all that to say, if you need help, if you need help, like you are struggling and you don't know who to talk to, 
you don't know what individual you know you should talk to. TD Jakes talked about it today. Today is Sunday. You know, it's May the 15th. He gave an amazing, amazing um, sermon on today. And in that sermon, he mentioned about how some people go to other people in order to feel validated or they go to other people so they can be filled up. They go to other people so they can, like, get out of this feeling of like uncertainty on of like this you know it, you can't really put a word on it but you know you feel something that's other I call this the otherness <laughs> when you're feeling something that's just like unlike what you normally feel and it's just like lingering it's a feeling of other like it's just I don't want it and so you go to other people try your best to just go to God about it and sometimes he will reveal someone that you can talk to and the right person. Cause sometimes we seek validation from other people that you shouldn't even be talking to cause they're going through things. And so they're going through certain emotions. And so when they talk to you, they pushing their own feelings, their own issues onto you as well. And it's not, it's not curing anything. It's not helping you with anything. And so pride is put pride aside and ask for help. And you will receive it. You will receive it. So true. It just brought something up to me because um, last week I've actually been, I don't know, I've been just having that. I feel like I've been fighting for like two weeks straight. And last week I was having this um, moment where I was like, you know, I've just felt like all these things I was thinking about just started to um, flood me, like making me feel doubt and things like that, which I know that wasn't coming from God. And I'm just like, and I was just getting frustrated with my job and, and everything. And I was getting to the point where I was just like, just so angry at the time. And I'm just like, I don't want to feel like this. Um, and I'm like, I need to pray before I go back to work because I can't go back to work feeling like this angry, you know? Mm-hmm. So I said a prayer and um, while I was working, I was just thinking like, Lord, you know, I don't mind praying for people and I pray for people, but I'm like, and I see, like, I was just like, Lord, I pray for people and I see you doing things um, in their lives, you know? And I'm like, I pray, I pray about things. And like, I'm like, I don't see anything like what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, who's praying for me, you know? And, um, I had went to God with it and it was so interesting because I had um, seen uh, Myra and she was like, she was, she felt led to pray for me um, one of those days. And I was like, that's interesting because I just had like a moment that week and I was in my mom's room and I was um, telling her that, you know, cause I was like just having a, a tough time. And I was like, you know, like who's praying for me like type of thing when I was telling her that I was talking to God about and she was like she's like I pray for you I said well I think I need some extra prayers or something (laughs) but then uh, I talked to Myra and she said she felt led to pray for me and I was like um I was interesting that she had told me something and she was like she felt like she needed to tell me something as well um but the interesting thing about it is I believe that night or so I had um, an encounter in my dream where it was like I was at a funeral 
And um, it wasn't specific about what the who died or anything because I never saw a person. It was just like I was at a funeral, so I believe like a part of me had died. But I'm at the funeral and I recognized this lady. I guess I was speaking to her earlier, um, and I sat down, and then uh, people started coming up to me, praying for me in my dream, and then this little girl comes up to me. And she just starts telling me about things in my past, things of what I'm feeling right now. And then she began to prophesy over me and pray for me. And when I looked at the girl, like I knew this was an angel that was praying for me. And when I had woke up, I just felt so happy because I had went to God like, you know, I felt like nobody's praying for me or, you know, sometimes I need help, too. And he just sent me like a flood of people. <laughs> like mm. you think that nobody's praying for you or whatever but he just sent me like a flood of people like in my dream and like in life and I just felt so overwhelmed and happy about it because sometimes the enemy will mess with your head and make you feel things like it was bringing mm. up these doubts that God already reassured, reassured me of certain things and it was start, I started to feel um, these doubts about the same things that I already knew I was so sure about before mm -hmm. and in mm -hmm. life we continue to battle and some people feel like you know um yeah you, I pray I pray I pray and they don't feel like they need help sometimes but us as you know followers of Christ we can all use each other as well so don't ever feel afraid to express yourself and let other people that you are comfortable with know how you're feeling because they might just be right there to help you as well exactly yes absolutely and I'm always ready <laughs> I'm always ready to pray for somebody um, I get random at one point I got like random family members who contacted me for prayer and I was just like okay, I'm down. I'm like, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's pray. And then all of a sudden, God just drops in the room and it's just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and he's telling me all these things and, you know, for that person. But there are people who will intercede for you. There are people who will pray for you. And when, when I pray, I, I pray with everything that's in me. So, Kingdom, that concludes this episode of um, Pride Aside. You know, I want to make sure that you know that in Proverbs 16 and 5, it says, The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. Um, and then, but really, I don't want to end with that because that's kind of dark. Um, <laughs> but it's in the Bible. Hey, it's in the Bible. But it's, um, I'll close with this. Proverbs 16 and 18. Pride goes before destruction and a hearty spirit will before a fall. And Skya mentioned this earlier. Um, and so what that is saying is that you can't be prideful. And you have to humble yourself you have to go to God about things and you have to just break that off of you. If you feel that you may be feeling that those emotions, um, you know, ask for help, go to God 
and he will help you. He will be there for you. Uh, he is a provider and um, he will always provide. He always provides. Yes. So anyway, um, that I just wanted to leave y'all with that. I've already mentioned some of the social medias that we have. Um, I explained that at the very beginning of our podcast. So I'm not going to, you know, say it again, but uh, just know that we're on Facebook, <laughs> we're on Instagram, and we, we do want you to make sure that you continue to support us on Anchor and on Spotify. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he give you rest and peace and strength and encourage you. May you prosper in every area of your life. And may he bless you mentally, physically, financially, and spiritually. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. All right. And remember, guys, to stay salty out there. <laughs> we can't forget. You got you to stay salty. We stay are salty. the salt of the earth. And uh, <laughs> we love you guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.